<laughs> I want to hear those mouth sounds. <laughs> I'm glad we're recording. <laughs> Can I go? <laughs> sure, go ahead. This is Podflix, episode 188. I'm Willie. I'm Nish. I'm uh, Paul. <laughs> oh, guys. What did we watch this week? We watched. And what's the t- title of this? Is it Batman? No, no, Batman? no, no. A uh, Batman? Uh, vengeance. We only watch movies with the definite article in front of it. Yes. Like The Suicide Squad, we watched The Batman. The Batman. Not a Batman. Nope. Nope. Not. Well, I mean, it, it, it is a Batman as well, but it is the Batman. <laughs> we are going to talk and pick this movie apart, but you find it weird they didn't refer to himself as nobody called him Batman until like three hours into this fucking movie i thought that was interesting it, it i i didn't really pick up on it until towards the end when he actually said something like i think like this could be the end of it all and then he says like what and he's like the batman and it's like is that the first time anyone has said that name and i don't yeah. know if it is actually the first time but it's not too far I think off it was yeah, yeah. It's, it's not too far off i mean it, it shows up in i was gonna say in print it shows up written several yes. times before well, that, yeah so. sure that's yeah. true. So, I like Batman movies. You guys like Batman movies? Yes. Um, I mean, most of the time. I mean, Batman right. is not my favorite, with, but it, most of the time, yeah. With, I like Batman movies, you know, except the ones that are bad, obviously. <laughs> Paul, what's your fa- what's your favorite? Oh, Superman. Yeah, yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's a bad Batman bad Batman movie? Snish. Batman we, Forever, excluded. Batman and Robin. So we don't like Val Kilmer and George Clooney. I mean, I like Val Kilmer and George Clooney. I don't like their Batman movies. <laughs> okay. Um, you want you want to hit the synopsis of this, and then we'll we'll, we'll uh, there's a lot. It's a three hour movie. There's a lot. To, there, there's enough to talk about here. Yeah, probably, probably enough. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, this movie uh, is about a uh, crime fighting superhero called Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, uh, no, no, this this, it's, this it's movie, the Batman. I'm sorry, that's true, it's the Batman. Um, this is a uh, telling of the Batman story in which uh, the Batman has only been a crime fighter for I think a year or so, or maybe he's two in years, his second year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't remember if he's been in for two years or if he's in his second year. But yeah, okay. So, so yeah, sophomore, sophomore Batman. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um. He might he might still be JV, like maybe if he's really good, he's he's varsity now. He was clearly JV, yeah, right. <laughs> so. Okay, so um, he's you know kind of still he's he's not you know he's not exactly the finished product Batman that you see in other versions in in, in other Batman movies, but um, in this he is um, basically reckoning with a serial killer, um, the Riddler who is um, killing prominent citizens of Gotham City. And the movie is basically Batman and Jim Gordon um, working together to kind of solve the puzzles that the Riddler is setting for them, which kind of unravel sort of a web of corruption within Gotham. This was a three-hour movie, and it was dark. And we've seen other Batman movies that were dark, but... Felt like the darkest to me. How did you guys feel about like how dark this movie was? One in terms of filming, and two in tone. I mean, I, I, overdo it or not? Because because well, they, they, they've done this before, but th- this was a lot. I think that I think the tone was. I'll say the tone was a little bit all over the place. Like I felt like at times it took itself way too seriously. And at other times, like it felt like kind of patently ridiculous. Um, so too far, yeah, I guess so. And as far as like the actual like look of the movie, 
it was mostly fine. Like, I think that Batman movies just keep getting progressively darker, by which I mean harder to see as time goes on. So I'm curious how, when and how that will bounce back at some point, but it was fine. Yeah, I would I would agree with everything you said uh, pretty much. I mean, I didn't hate... I, I like... It was dark, like you said. I'm talking about the tone now. Um, it was it was dark, you know, and probably more than I would have liked. But I also like. I maybe didn't mind it as much as I thought I might mind something that dark. Because a lot of times when something that's like that, it's like, oh, this is just oppressively like taking itself way too seriously. I.e., you know, Zack Snyder, right? Like, like you know, the the Justice League, or like especially like you know, Batman v Superman or like stuff like that. And even though this was maybe darker and like less, maybe more joyless at times, at least felt like it had a consistency to it. Like there was a reason for it beyond just, we're going to be dark. Like it, like it felt like it, it did feel like the idea behind it, you know, was a little bit like, it's like, well, this is like a miserable, miserable city and like no one is to be trusted. And that's like kind of what they were sort of getting at there. So I got it. Like, like, why that the tone was that way it was heavy handed though I think there was only maybe two but I can only think of one scene that was actually filmed during the day everything else was night and fucking raining and dark yeah yeah. I mean to me it felt like dark it, it felt very to to use your term you used earlier Willie like it felt very sophomoric in its tone like it felt very like high school like it felt like someone who spent a lot of time like drawing Batman was like, I want to see this on, on screen, like this cool shot of the Batmobile coming out of the fog or like Batman walking out of the shadows. And it's like, what does Batman do? He's in the rain all the time. And like, you know, like it, it, like it did it, fucking rain all the time. It did fucking rain all the time. Um, so Batmobile. It, it felt like really like, yeah, I, I would say like the tone felt... Yeah, like like amateurishly dark and like the crow. Yeah, that's actually a really good good call. call. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) just like the crow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just like came to me when you when you were talking. It was like it's like the crow. Like what's a movie that like a high schooler like would have really liked? Yep, one hundred percent. So there's a lot of buzz going into this movie about who's playing the Batman, Robert Pattinson as. And I didn't hear as much buzz about the bad guy. So I actually want to start about on the positive side for me. I thought, I think that um, in superhero movies, we focus heavily on the superhero, but what can really make the movie is the bad guys. Like, I think the best part of all the Christian Bale movies was Heath Ledger, right? And that's kind of something missing in the Henry Cavill Superman movies is there's not really a great villain in any of them. Spend a minute talking about the Riddler. Um, would we think about the bad? I thought he was disturbing, and he's he he's actually what hooked me into the movie. Uh, the the little bit that I was. What, what did you guys think? I had mixed feelings about him. I like I like Paul Dano a lot. I I, I think he's a really really good actor, and um, I liked like pieces of like like when he like I guess the one thing I'll say about him is like I I feel like he wasn't allowed to like for someone who's obviously inciting continually what goes on in the movie. I don't actually feel like he was allowed to be a huge part of the movie until, until the end. Um, like, like you only heard from him like very, very, you know, in these little snippets of like these recordings he's releasing and stuff like that. Like you never get to see him interacting with anybody else, right? Everything's from Batman's point of view. Like Batman's practically in every frame of the movie, I would say, or in, in every scene anyway. Um, and so I, I thought that was a little, I, I don't know, maybe a little disappointing. But I, I do feel like it's like, well, you know, this is probably the version of the Riddler that makes the most sense as like a real life version, quote unquote, of the Riddler. Like you obviously can't have like a Jim Carrey Riddler out there or something like that. <laughs> like that would make no sense with the, with, with the tone they were going for. So this one probably, you know, makes sense that way. Yeah, I mean, I I think I agree with you, Nish. Like, I there are things about him I liked. I I would say, 
I liked him less once he was caught and interacting. Same. And like he like at that point, like he was really Joker esque. Um in 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 like in insofar as like he was like dialing up the crazy and like less so like I don't know. It it felt like for a movie that was supposed to the bad guy was supposed to be the riddle the riddler like there weren't like that really many puzzles or anything to solve there were like some really basic riddles in the cards and stuff <laughs> that were pretty easy to figure out but there like i would have expected something like elaborate and like convoluted and like hard to figure out and like you know something for the world's greatest detective to work on and it's like nah he's just he's like he's kind of touches on that but he's really just like an unhinged kind of crazy dude who wants to kill people did you guys have the first thing I thought when this when I started watching this movie, maybe thirty minutes in, was like, ah, because a couple people told me that this was a great movie, and I was like, man, maybe I just have Batman fatigue and I'm and I'm kind of out on this. But I don't know. Did you guys have any expectations coming into this movie? I had I had expectations. I had heard similar things, not. From a couple people I know, maybe not that it was great, but that it was quite good, you know? And so I, and I tempered those expectations a little bit, but I feel like I had expectations that this was going to be pretty good. And, and I'll, you know, I'll be honest, like, I don't think this was bad. I have things I liked quite a bit about it, you know? So I, I don't know if like, I don't know if the expectations were higher than what it ended up being put it that way hmm. how about you paul uh similar insofar as like i had heard that people like really like this movie and you know my expectations were that i don't know let's say in between christian bale and ben affleck um and <laughs> that's fair i think that's accurate yeah. though yeah i think we landed there I, no i, I I'm, do I'm, kind of think <laughs> I'm not entirely convinced. I, I would say I'm, I'm, I suspect that I'm probably the most down on this movie um, of the group, but it, yeah, it, it, it didn't meet, it didn't meet my expectations for the movie. Let's put it that way. It's a lot of, hmm. all right. Can, I want to start. We're going to, I feel like we can spend a, a, a minute just like kind of pulling this thing apart. So bef- before we get in a little rip fest, like what were some of the things you guys like Nish, you, 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 you know, alluded to there were some things you liked. So my favorite part about the movie, I would say, at the very least conceptually, and some parts of it, even even within that, I liked a lot. I liked that this is probably the only Batman movie that I can think of out of all the Batman movies that f- puts forward, like, as its front foot, the idea of Batman as a detective. Like, hmm. none of the others that I can think of really do that. And this one is absolutely a detective story for, like, most of its running time until until the Riddler's caught. Like it's like it reminded me like plot wise anyway, it reminded me the most of like Chinatown of all things. Like it like it felt like mm. this like, oh, there's this conspiracy in the government and like he's unraveling like, you know, it's all about this like policy, like the renewal po- fund and like how people have taken advantage of it and all that. And it felt very much like all, you know, all the water shenanigans in Chinatown. Um and I kind of like that just as a change of pace. Like it was, there was much more about that. I really appreciated that it was much less about Batman's psychological problems. I think that's a real important part of any Batman story usually, but I feel like it's been so done to death by this point that it's kind of like, well, I'm glad that like, obviously I'm glad that we didn't have to go see his parents die again. His parents' death comes up, but it's very germane to the plot. And I appreciated that. Um, and it's less about their death and much more about like who he was, who Thomas Wayne was in this movie before he died. So I, I liked all of that. I, I liked the way they used like the stuff we already know about Batman in kind of different ways. And I liked the idea of him as a detective. You know, I, I think it could have been executed better at times, but I just liked that focus a fair amount. And I guess the other thing that I'll say that I liked is this is more minor, I guess, but like. I just kind of liked Jeffrey Wright as as Gordon. Like he he just he had a very different Gordon energy. Like he like he kept calling him man all the time, which was kind of like it just it just felt different in a way that it's like oh this is a different character kind of, and I kind of like it. 
Jeffrey Wright's good in almost everything. Yeah. And and I think I also feel like um I liked I I don't know that I liked the character at all times, but I really liked Zoe Kravitz just in the movie. Like I like I you know, I I thought she was fun to watch every time she was on. I thought she was hot. So, there you go. I like her and I groaned every time she came on screen. I thought she was good. I hated. I liked her, but not her character. I liked her. I did no. Oh. I didn't like her in Batman. Oh, like yeah, that's fair. That was like the chemistry was just off. They kept trying to force it in there. Oh yeah, they, those two had zero chemistry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would, I would agree yeah. with that. Or can she just be fucking cool Catwoman and stop with this? Right. I don't know, Paul. Anything stick out as overwhelmingly positive here? Um, overwhelmingly positive. I or even or even guardedly positive. Slightly yeah. positive. Even well, I was I was braced the I was braced the whole time for the origin flashback that never came. So I was happy, happy for that. that. Um, I certainly was. I was. I I did like. There were aspects of even though you didn't see much of Bruce Wayne, there were aspects of it that I liked. Like I liked the notion of a. You know, a younger Bruce Wayne who just like absolutely doesn't give a fuck about being Bruce Wayne in any way, shape, or form. And it's just like, I just want to be Batman all the time. And like, that's what I care about. And like, the hell with all this. And I actually like that more than the, like, I'm going to put up the the Playboy billionaire front. Um, just because, I don't know, I feel like we see that a lot. We've seen it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've seen it. It was good to see something else. Um, so, I, so I like that aspect of it too. Um, and I think that um yeah i mean i don't know i think nope i got nothing else um <laughs> i was trying to think of another angle to come at it from and i was like yeah but i didn't like that yeah but i didn't really like that um but fundamentally that was one of my challenges is um i like the alter egos of the superheroes this was one of my challenges with henry cavill's superman he just didn't really play Clark Kent. And this is one of the things I thought Christian Bale did an amazing job. Was like he flipped between Bruce Wayne and Batman really, really well. And there was just kind of no Bruce Wayne in this movie at all. No, I mean, I think Christian Bale has like a charisma that Robert Pattinson doesn't have. But he's also like, not to, not to start talking about the Nolan movies, but it's like, but... Christian Bale also like fits Bruce Wayne in my mind. He fits Bruce Wayne the best because he's got that very like shiny, but empty feel to him as Bruce Wayne, basically as American psycho kind of look to him, which I think fits that really well. This idea that it's like, this is absolutely a mask I'm wearing and, and like Batman is who I really am. But like, this is the show I have to put on right now. Um, Yeah. And I, I agree with you by the way, Paul, that like, I, I, liked in this movie like it felt like a like a, a characterization that made sense of like the young the younger bruce wayne who really just wants to be batman and like doesn't yeah has no yeah, has no, no patience for like any of the other stuff that goes with it and obviously they're leaning towards that not being the case in a future movie because you know of kind of the way this movie ends where he's sort of learning that like you know he needs to inspire hope more than he needs to be vengeance or whatever. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure in the next movie, because I'm sure there will be a next movie because this has been very successful that, you know, he will be more of a Bruce Wayne in that they'll, they'll show him more like the other movies probably in certain ways. He interestingly had a lack of toys mm -hmm. in this movie. He had some, which I, I don't understand where they drew the line between, Oh, he has some type of bulletproof suit, but uh, but drives a fucking Camaro. Yeah, there was like rocket no power shit, and, a, and, a, and a shitty old fucking motorcycle. But yeah, his his rocket powered manual transmission uh, Batmobile. Um, yeah, they they he has the toys. There's no like explanation of like he's got like grappling hooks and where do they come from? Who who knows? Who cares? Like it's it, they're they're very like incidental to kind of what what goes on by and large and like there is no like suit up sequence or him like picking out what he needs or anything like that it's just like he's just got his shit and... yeah 
one thing one thing that I wasn't clear on, I thought I was clear, and then at the end I felt realized I wasn't, was like what what he is to Gotham in this movie. Like I like because they make a lot of mentions of the fact that like they are aware of his existence, like like people besides the cops in the underworld are yep. aware of his existence. Like I think like the what what Bella Real, the 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 candidate for mayor who eventually becomes a mayor, like she references that in that debate in the beginning, talking about a masked vigilante running around the streets. But then at the end, when he like rescues people and then they have a news report and they refer to him as like this unknown masked man as though like they've never seen Batman before. And right. and like I was just confused as to like, well he's been around two years. Like is this is this like is this a situation where like no one really knows about him except like the cops because they have to deal with them and the criminals. But like the public at large have no idea that this guy has been running around for two years, even though there's a fucking bat signal. <laughs> so goes, like I couldn't figure it out. So I think there's two things going on here that were not fleshed out. One is that the general public, I think we're supposed to believe is afraid of him the whole time. Because, you know, he saves that guy in the beginning and the guy's like, don't hurt me. Right. And then, like, nothing happens. And then at the very end of the movie, he goes to save the people in Madison Square Garden or whatever the fuck it's called. And they're like, Gotham Square Garden. Right, Gotham yeah. Square Garden, of course. Um, <laughs> and they're afraid of him there, too. And right. it's supposed to be like, oh, shit. Like, and that's, like, part of his realization, right? Like, I, I can't, I don't want everyone to be afraid of me. I, you know, I have to be something else. So that, I feel like they did, like, a half-hearted you know, lackluster, like faint towards and could have done a much better job. And then the other thing is when he goes to save that guy on the subway platform at the beginning and he comes out of the shadows and at first, like the criminals, like don't, they don't recognize him right away. Right. That was the other thing that seemed weird to me for like, who are you supposed to be? Which makes me believe like, do people like n either not know what he looks like or like, have there been other people who like, are there other vigilantes in Gotham? Yeah. Um, who come, but, like they never really explain it, but like there's clearly something else going on there. But. Yeah. You know, you raise a good point. I, I forgot about all that, that sequence because it's so fucking early in the movie and so much happens. Um, but it's like that whole sequence where it's kind of introducing what he is in a way, right? It, like in, in this movie, it like shows the bat signal and it has three different groups of people who are like doing things, right? Like there's like the, I can't even remember the first, oh, the guy in the, uh, the onion mask who robs the, uh, the, um, the bodega yeah yeah robs the bodega and then there's like the people spray painting graffiti and then there's the actual gang who we like who he busts up uh in the in the subway station but it's like he they make a big deal out of the idea that it's like oh yeah like his signal goes up and like he's like you know they don't know where i am like you know i could you know and and like so those people are just scared by the idea of him but then these other people if i don't know who he is it like makes no sense where it's like, well, shouldn't they be scared too? Or like, at least know who he is? Like, like yeah. how does this one gang have no idea who he is? But then these other people are like clearly freaked out and are well, like, they, oh yeah. They did know who he was. They just like, it took them, a, they didn't recognize him on site. And they were like, oh fuck, it's actually him. Like there's, there's like a line of dialogue that even like references that. Like, oh, it's actually him, you know, kind of a thing. Um, I don't know. It feels like there's like deleted scenes or something that, that delved into that more that got cut. I don't know, but. Yeah. Do you think in subsequent movies we'll see how he got so good at fighting and where he gets his toys from and we'll get a little backstory on those? Nope. I, I, I think I think Alfred's explanation of like I could teach you to fight was right. as much that's, as we're gonna get. That's what we're getting. Like this is clearly an Alfred who is more explicitly like ex military and stuff like that than than like, you know, like they they've said that in the past, certainly like Michael Caine, they talked about his time with the bandit in Burma and stuff like that. But like but this one, I think it's like making him a little younger and like Andy Serkis definitely has that like stocky, like Ulysses claw kind of feel to him uh -huh. in this movie. Like, I feel like that's generally the, that definitely is the idea that in that line. And I, and I think that's all we're getting. So this was a different Catwoman than we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Zoe Usually. Kravitz has never been Catwoman. This is actually, this is true. She's, she's voiced Catwoman. I think it didn't she? In the, oh, in the Lego movie? In the Lego yeah. movie? I think she did. In yeah. Lego Batman. Yeah. So so I stand uh, corrected. <laughs> she, she has been Catwoman before. She was good. It was interesting is that I normally picture Catwoman as part of the bad guy crew. 
Well, she's always kind of this halfway, right? In between, you know, Batman love interests, you know, cat burglar, but like for mostly the right reasons kind of a thing. Right. She's like a Batman seductress, but I didn't, I felt like she was basically just a good guy who happened to want to hang out with Batman more than he was willing to. She was a good guy in that, like, well, she certainly wasn't bad, put it that way. And then, but, but I feel like she had her own agenda, basically, which in her case was, you know, basically finding out what happened to her friend. And then when she did find out what happened to her friend, wanting to kill her father, like that was basically it. Right. And, and also like steal some stuff because she needed money. Do we like that? She was Marconi's daughter. Falcone. That was like, Falcone. We started, sorry, yeah. Falcone started like crossing over into corny territory for me at that point. I mean, I think you're getting into like the, what, what I felt like was the overly convoluted plot. Like, you know, initially talking about like the conspiracy and all that, but I just, there was so much kind of going on between like, her, her friend, her father, Marconi, Falcone, well, yeah, um, I, the rat, and like what, and like, to, like for a long time, I was like, like, they're like, we need to know who the rat, and I was like, is the rat like a cop? Is the rat a bad guy? Like, why is uncovering right. the identity of the rat such I, a bad thing? I don't understand. I didn't mind it being somewhat convoluted. I felt like there were two things they could have gotten rid of, in my opinion. There was no need for Falcone to be her dad. Like, you could have still kept that, like, that's how she comes into the story because her roommate's, like, this girl who was dating the mayor. And, you know, that's fine. But they they didn't need to be related at all. And the other thing that I would have gotten rid of is I didn't feel like there needed to be that whole business about that, like, oh, maybe Thomas Wayne was bad, too, because he, like, tried to oh, get yeah. Falcone to, like, like, I feel like it was convoluted enough but in a way you could understand just that it's like yeah they used this renewal fund that he had created after he died everybody like took a piece of it and they made it into this huge slush fund like that's fine i got that like that makes sense and like and 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 it made sense to me that it's like yeah falcone is the rat because he basically got got his rival drug lord knocked off and then he took over everything it's like that all makes sense like that's like stuff you can like wrap your head around like in the end, and I can understand why people would have wanted to expose that, why the Riddler would have wanted to expose that, because it's like, yeah, like, basically, like, they take credit for this drug bust, but basically they're just all working for this other drug guy, and, like, and all the people are bought, and it's like, yeah, that, I get that, that all makes sense, it's like, it's those other elements that kind of, to me, like, pushed it into, like, yeah, this is too much. I also feel like taking away that, like, that whole Thomas Wayne, was he really good or bad, and, like, Bruce having to reckon with that, like knocks probably about 20 minutes off this movie, which it could have used. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of like extra stuff, I, I, I need you guys to explain something to me because I legit like don't understand. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I can. Yeah. Maybe not. They have a whole like super long chase sequence with the penguin and with the Batmobile gets introduced um, and they, mm. he chases them down and they catch him. And at the end, it, they're like, why did you do all this? And he's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, that, I didn't do all that. By the way, did you guys notice how bad the Spanish was on that last clue? Like, it should be this instead of that, which they did mention earlier. And then they're like, oh, yeah, it's probably a website then. And, like, we're going to go to that website. And I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck is going on? And was that whole chase sequence completely and utterly pointless just to put a Batmobile sequence in this movie? Like, I didn't understand what the, what the fuck happened there. I mean, I mean, they thought Penguin was the rat, right? I, I mean, so so that's why they were chasing. But yeah, I mean, right. But I mean, he's basically like, no, I'm not. And then they're like, oh yeah, I guess he's not then. Um, well, I think I think it's because he points out that L thing, and then they realize, like, well, I guess they don't know for sure. But then they realize that it's like, oh well, first of all, like maybe we're thinking about this clue in the wrong way. Yeah, too many but, people in yeah. Gotham have bird names. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like, how is it taking you this long to realize that there's another cut that his boss also has a bird name? <laughs> but how did they end up on the website? I legit like didn't understand what happened there. Oh, so the clue was URL Radalata or whatever, right? Or, or maybe it had the other way. Like, like that's what it said. It said URL Radalata, and then like he penguin like noted that it's like it's not L, like it's la, it's female, it's La, like it's it's really bad Spanish. And then oh. I think Batman was like, well, he doesn't make mistakes. Like, he put L there for a reason. 
and they said URL, and it's like, oh, he's saying URL, Radalada, and then they went to Radalada.com or whatever the fuck it was. Jesus. All right. <laughs> yeah. Christ. It's a riddle, Paul. You failed. I, yep. I'm no. Yeah. I'm not the world's greatest detective, obviously. I mean, you would say those are dumb riddles, but I mean, we've ever seen the Riddler in any Batman <laughs> thing ever. Like, dumb riddles are kind of what he does. <laughs> I did like at the end where he's like, he says something and he's like, oh, I just assumed you had figured this out a while ago. You must really be dumb. Right. When, when he's, when he's <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So we've covered most of the things I want to talk about with the exception of one, which is what do we think of Robert Pattinson's Batman? It took me a while to get used to his look as Batman, that, that fucking helmet that like really looks like Robert Pattinson. <laughs> like he, he, th- th- that's one thing I'll say. Like the first thing I'll say, and I thought this in the trailer too, is it's like, it's the first Batman where it's like, just from the way he looks, it's like, well, how can you not tell that's Bruce Wayne? Because it looks like Bruce Wayne. It's like a it's like a cowl that's like molded to his face in a way that it's like, well, that's Bruce Wayne's face, kind of more or less. I mean, you know, you know like in the way that really all the other Batman Catwoman, she didn't really try and put on a Catwoman mask. It was just a no. sock on her head. Right, right, absolutely. Which I, I don't, you know, I don't mind it being kind of like, yeah, like everyone's kind of just low rent a little bit that way. Um, I think it was fine as batman you know it was it, it's his portrayal fit what the movie was going for for good or for ill right like he's like he's not he's not a quippy batman at all he's a very soft-spoken quiet batman and that's kind of what the what the movie was going for so i felt like it at least fit like it would have been weird if he was like you know not that not that batman's quippy like i don't mean that but you know what i mean like in you know most of the other movies he's got these little one-liners that are like very understated like you know like kind of jokes to the audience a little bit in in their own way so that's what that feels like that kind of a thing right exactly that kind of stuff yeah i think that yeah there's something about the costume that made him look like a very realistic batman which also made him look goofy and you're like yeah it was the first time, like, there's, I, I still don't know what it was, but I watched this movie and I was like, this is what it would look like if somebody actually tried to be Batman and it looks bad. Um, <laughs> like, it looks like what it, like, it looked like what it was in like a weird way. And I think it was like, I think it was like him, I don't know, the way he like walked around, like he spent a lot of time around the cops and like walking around crime scenes and stuff like that and just like interacting with people in that way. And that felt weird. Um, spent a lot of time focusing on his boots. Did you guys notice that? Oh fuck yes! yes. And they gave him spurs, which the, they gave him the sound effect of spurs, which was stupid. Um, it's like, but, but what? This guy must have some killer hiking boots. Right. Number number A. Yeah. <laughs> we we'd see his boots a lot. Yeah. I can't even think about what Batman's footwear was in any other movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, I can't even tell you if he has a utility belt or not. Cause I don't know what his waist looks like. And I don't know what his cape looks like from the back. Like I didn't, like he zipped himself up into that wingsuit and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, it's like a fucking sleeping bag that he jumped off the roof in. Yeah. But I, I agree with you, Nish, that like he was going for what the movie was going for. I, I, I the one thing I do want to say, I wish they hadn't given him a fucking like 16 year old haircut as Bruce Wayne. Like yeah, you know, he was so so moody. I was like, I, 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 to the point, like I actually struggled being like, how old is he actually supposed to be in this movie? Like, because right, his, like I made I, him look really young, right? And and I assume he's actually scene. supposed to be like, I assumed he was actually supposed to be like kind of Robert Pattinson's age, which is to say, like you know, like thirty ish, you know, like I, I don't think know. that's yeah. how old he's supposed to be, which you know, is not <laughs> get a haircut, much. Bruce Wayne, right. exactly. <laughs> Um, Shave those sideburns, man. That wingsuit scene, probably not the wingsuit part of it, but that was maybe my favorite action sequence of the movie with his escape from the police station. Just because it was like, I don't know, it felt like very, well, it's definitely stylized in its own way, but like unstylized in the way that he's just like, he's just running as fucking fast as he can through the police station and just right. running up the stairs as fast as he can. And I, I kind of liked it. There was like a, 
I, I felt like in contrast to the others, which were like, like you guys were saying very much like the, like, this'll look cool. Like, you know, like coming out, like striding as the music, you know, swells that kind of, this was just like, you're just running for his life. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of liked it. It was, it was a change, nice change of pace in my opinion. I liked he it was too. A clumsy, I, I he wish... was a clumsy Batman. He got beat up a lot. He would like trip and shit. Like he got yeah. bruised in, in uncool ways. <laughs> But I do wish I I wish you got a sense that he like that Bruce Wayne or you know Batman was a little he was so unflappable and like so his jaw was set and he was just like so serious about everything and and you're right like there like and this is what I kind of meant about the uneven tone like he starts the Batmobile and it stalls out the first time and but he is just like playing it so serious the whole time like even when he screws up and like I wanted a little bit of that, like Indiana Jones, like I'm a little bit in over my head here and I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to do what I can. Um, and I'm barely going to make it through this. And the, like, I felt like there was going, they're going for a little bit of that, but I didn't get any of that from Pattinson himself. Right. Like it'll, it, it feels like the next movie, well, who knows exactly what they do with the next movie, but like, if the next movie is doing what it looks like it was going to do and setting up like, I mean, certainly setting up the penguin to do something and setting up the Joker possibly to do something with the Riddler. I don't know. Um, It kind of feels like it can't be this grim, even if like the stakes are higher in some way, like the penguin, like as played in this movie is just more, lively quite honestly like he's just not he's just not going to be that dour that's not who he is mm-hmm. so i wonder how that'll work you know it's like like you know even in this it was like a bit much but like at least it fit this tone that was just like kind of miserable the whole time where it was like oh, this place just sucks but it's like it just can't work that way like you know like you had a villain here who was basically his his whole mo or, or not mo but his whole his whole reason that he was doing stuff was like this place is horrible and it's ruined my life. And I'm going to show you, I'm going to show everybody like how shitty this place is. And, and, but like in a very like dour way, kind of, and mm-hmm. it's like, so it kind of fits that the movie was that way, basically. Cause it, like you said, a lot of Batman movies, they take their tone from the villain, you know, and that's how this villain was. And I just can't see how it would be that way in future movies. So I wonder how, Robert Pattinson's Batman will change or if it will if it doesn't that'll be a real problem yeah for sure Joker in the next movie is a problem yeah I would rather they didn't do him you know I like uh what's his name you know uh Barry Keoghan who's who's the guy who's gonna be playing Joker you know Hmm. um I didn't know that yeah you know him right the the guy we saw him in Eternals good old Mm -hmm. good old Eternals um Yeah, I mean he's good, you know, and it's like he he might be a good Joker, but yeah, I mean there's definitely a part of it that's kind of like uh, enough Joker already. Yeah, when you're talking about I, Batman fatigue. It's yeah, the Joker fatigue is worse than the Batman yes, fatigue for sure. Absolutely. The um, the one other thing I wanted to bring up, which grew like graded on me after a while, was the the shooting style of like we stuck a GoPro here and we're going to give you like that static shot like. The, the wingsuit thing like really drove it home of like, this looks really amateurish. Like, like Batman has a GoPro stuck on his head. And the, the other one that really stuck out to me was the penguin chase of the shot of like the penguin in the car. Like there's a GoPro stuck on the hood of the car. Um, right. So you get like no foreground movement and it's just kind of him. And like, he's like off on the extreme side of this, of the screen. And I was like, I, this is this like faux gorilla filmmaking thing is not, not working. It didn't work for me. I didn't like it. Yeah, I I agree with that. And yeah, I would have preferred something a little more. I mean, I know it's a style, but I would have preferred something a little more stylized. Quite honestly, for some of those, like there were you know there were some shots which were more stylized. Like I I did like. I mean, I know they're kind of obvious, but I did I did like the use of like splashes of color with the black, like the scene at the end when he's rescuing the people and it's basically all black with the red flare. It's like, that was, that was nice. It was a, it was a good idea. And even other parts in that scene where it's like, it's really just lit by like the police sirens at times. And so it's like all 
like red and blue. Um, you know, I, I like that. I, I did think that they did decent things with the cinematography at times, but yeah, I would agree that the sometimes the shots were kind of just weird. What do you think about mm. that, Willie? I didn't to be honest with you, I didn't notice the GoPro thing on the on the cars. Yeah, it was definitely on Penguin's car, like like uh like Paul was saying, like like in the middle of the chase when they were like when they would cut to like his like him in the car and stuff uh, like that. Yeah. It was it was at that point. I mean we saw that scene we saw that shot in the trailer, I think, but like you know, that that scene, you know, when after he's crashed when he sees Batman upside down coming for him. Um, you know, that was a pretty like I like that scene, even though I've seen it hmm. before. Like, okay. Yeah. Is there, is there um, anything else that you guys want to talk about with this movie? Because I, I, I'm I'm pretty tapped. Um, I mean, we'll maybe just take a second to mention Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Like, yeah, so that's a good call. Actually, because yeah. I didn't even I didn't even recognize him. Like, who no. is this guy? Yeah. I was like, oh, get out of here! Like, yeah. what a what a makeup job on him. Great makeup job. I do wonder, like, it's like, but why? Why Why Colin Farrell for this? I mean, Colin Farrell's good. I like him. He's a good actor. But, like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like there was anything in that performance that felt like it's like, well, it's a good thing they got Colin Farrell. Like, it's like, I felt like they could have gotten any number of guys. I mean, maybe it may, you know, if they're setting something up that Penguin obviously is going to be a bigger deal in some future movie, sure. like, fine. But, like, in this movie, it kind of felt like it's like, did we need to get Colin Farrell and make him up ridiculously so you can't even recognize who he is for this? Like, like I, I did feel that a little bit. Am I crazy? Mm-hmm. Or are they doing a Penguin spinoff show on HBO? I think you're right. I, I think they are. I've, I feel like I've heard that. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, so maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that makes more gonna sense. Be, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be no Peacemaker, I promise you. <laughs> Um, should we put some grades on this? Sure. Why not? Okay. Paul, you go first. Oh, fine. Um, I think at the end of the day, this is a Batman movie, not for me. I think this movie was made for, you know, eight, 18 and 20 year olds out there. Um, hmm. Like the aesthetic didn't appeal to me. Like a lot of it didn't appeal to me. It felt overstuffed and convoluted. Um, like there are too many plot threads that um, I wasn't down with. So at the end of the day, yeah, I, I'm going to give this movie a two. Mm. Nish? Um, I'm still not sure what I, what I want to give this movie. I didn't, like, like I said, I, I didn't mind it for me. I, I don't think it's a bad movie, but I do feel like it's, yeah, like 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 we said, I think there are just like elements of it that just feel. I think sophomoric was a really good adjective to use, Paul, and and uh, and Willie when you guys were you know kind of talking about it. I, th- I think that fits the bill, and it's also just too long. That's that's my other problem. I mean, it's it is ridiculous that this movie is three hours. Like, Jesus Christ! I mean, two hours and fifty minutes if you take away the credits, but still. Um. Buh, 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 buh. I'll give it a two and a half. Okay. I'm going to net out where you are, Nish. I'm at a two and a half as well. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was good. I think I am. it's a combination for me of um, a little bit of Batman fatigue. Um, I didn't think he was particularly a great Batman. I thought the villain was quite good for the first half of the movie. So hence the, the halfway through. Catwoman like zoe kravitz liked her character didn't like the chemistry with batman really fucking long movie there were moments in the beginning where there was a lot of tension and then it just kind of petered out like it didn't the really great superhero movies build 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 amazing climax this one like just like i think it, it hit its stride at the two hour mark in the last hour it just kind of leveled off and went and dipped down a little bit in my opinion so it's fine, but like I can't see myself watching it again, and I can't see myself getting excited for the next one. To be honest with you, 
Yeah, I, I feel like I might reserve judgment for the next one and see what it looks like and see if there seems to be any sign that it might be a little more, I don't know, like like a, a, a little more nuanced in certain ways. Um, but I would agree with you that I don't think, I, I mainly because of the three-hour running time. If this was like two hours and 15 minutes, I could see myself watching it at some other point. But like, I You're just for three hours, man, you got to have some fucking toys, some cool stuff, some better action scenes. There, 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 there were fight scenes, but like the, the, the action action. No, scenes, I, like, yeah, it's kind of missing some hallmarks of, of the great Batman movies. No, I, I one like a charismatic Bruce Wayne too, like a good Batmobile or bike or bat cop, whatever. Like we're, we're kind of missing all the things that. Midway through this movie, I, I was thinking um, to myself, like, this didn't need to be a Batman movie. This could have been, didn't even need to be a superhero movie. Could have been anybody. That's actually not a bad point, <laughs> quite quite honestly. Um, like, if it was not Batman, and wasn't even a guy in a fucking suit. It was just a guy. Or, 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 or it could be, like, you could make up, basically, a... I don't. I wouldn't even want to call him superhero because I mean, at at heart, right? Like Batman doesn't have superpowers, but Title like the movie Vengeance and put a guy in a suit, right? Like, who, who chooses to, to be, be Batman? Who, who is chosen to be a vigilante in this city, and then basically has to square off against a serial killer? Yeah, would have been fun, who taunts him, you know? Yeah, and and I mean, some of that is stuff that they chose to do. I think, like, like hmm. they they very much chose to make the Riddler kind of a real life analog at times of like the Zodiac killer, the ciphers and all that kind of stuff, you know, it, like the clues. I mean, that's, that's very clearly, I feel like where they were going for. And that's not new. I mean, they, you know, lots of movies have that, but like, I do feel like that has the simultaneous thing of making it feel realistic and also make it feel like it's like, right. But this doesn't feel like it needs to be Batman either. Like this feels like it could just be a story, a cop story and killer right. story that you're just telling. So yeah, sure. I think that's a really good point, Willie. Yeah, right. If it wasn't Batman, if it was the lead detective on these cases, like right. it's essentially the same movie. I do want to I do want to nitpick one thing that I that I forgot about until just now. This is pretty insane that they want you to believe that Batman gets knocked unconscious, then they bring him to the police station unconscious, and then they're like, okay, now we're gonna take off his we, now we want to take off his helmet and see who he. I was like, "There's no fucking way that like," because when that happened, I was like, "Man, how are they gonna get? How's how's he gonna get out of this?" And it's like, "Oh, they're just not gonna take his mask off and check. That's how they're gonna get out hmm. of this." Okay. What about the um, adrenaline shot he gave himself while up in the fucking rafters of fucking Gotham Square Garden? Oh, the yeah. adrenaline shot that lasted six seconds and then he was fine. <laughs> yeah, that was that like was yeah. Yeah, and he opened like so a down. port on his suit to like. I don't know. I I couldn't tell was what was going on in that part. Yeah, that, we didn't even talk about like really that weird. crazy thing where like yeah, I, that was another like that was another very sophomoric moment where he he jumps on the cable in Madison Square Garden and it looks like he's going to sacrifice himself and he takes like the bat wing off his chest and like cuts the cable and it's very dramatic. And he just falls in the water and stands up and it's like oh, I guess it wasn't that dramatic in the end. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> cannonball yeah. yeah seriously i i did remember like one little bit that i did like and thought was done kind of effectively was the fake out when he uh when he is face to face with the riddler at arkham where where you absolutely they make it very much seem like the riddler knows who he is and it's talking oh, about bruce yeah. wayne and then it like kind of pivots to like he's the only one we didn't kill and it's like, and, and like very much the thing on his face began to be like, oh, you don't know who I am. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, th I, I thought that was actually kind of well done because I absolutely bought that and thought that it was like, oh, he knows who he is. I also, I, the other thing I will say that I did like, I, I liked his like, his recording contact lenses where he's basically yeah. like, I can just like look at whatever and like be, be, I'm not like fucking taking notes at the crime scene. I can just like look at stuff. And then play it back later and see what's going he, on. Yeah, because when he's going around the crime scene, they make a point of him like looking at all this stuff. To uh, the point, I even thought about it. Like, is he like remembering all this stuff? And then like they showed him the contacts. I was like, oh, very clever. I like that. Yeah, that was clever. I give him. I give him. There's that. your good toy. There's there. your one toy. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Have more of those. Yeah. Okay. Um, guys, the name of the show is Podflix. 
Oh. And something I find um You got it right for once. <laughs> yeah. The name of this show is the um Hard, hardly watch movies uh podcast um, slight no agenda. slight agenda podcast. slight agenda oh man um when was our first show 2005 five yep oh way to date us 17 <laughs> 17 years ago and the original concept was to rent movies was week from here. our <laughs> <laughs> oh they're all in the can they're all backloaded we got we got five years of episodes i'm still waiting to mix um we would rent DVDs from Netflix back in the day and then review them. Definitely not copy them and send them back. Definitely not. Um, I think I'm going to cancel my Netflix subscription. Hmm. Interesting. I started looking. I, like, I'm curious. Not, a lot of reasons. But one, like the, they're really starting to border on the the price of like hey, how much of this shit do I actually watch? Because there's so many streaming options now and the price is moving up and up and up and up and up and whatever. We all do well, but you get to a point where you have so many different streaming services and you're like, what do I even watch on this thing? So I pulled up my viewing activity. I wanted to ask, like, do you guys watch a lot of Netflix? Here's the link so you can see what you viewed um, on your own on your own accounts. But I can tell you, like, this year... For me, like I watch, what did I watch? January 2nd, I seem to be going, ripping through Cobra Kai. And then I didn't pull Netflix back up until early March. And I flipped through a bunch of bullshit, including Inventing Anna. Then March, I watched Power the Dog and all of Space Force. That's kind of fucking it for the year, guys. Like, I've not really watched anything else. And it gets kind of hard to be like, yeah, we're like pushing up 25 bucks a month or 30 bucks or wherever it's going these days for like. You're going to love mine. Yeah. Since, since since the beginning of 2021. So it, at this count, this is what? Uh, six, 2021. Yeah, 16, 16 months, basically. In the last 16 months. um, I have watched six things. And they are Midnight Sky, Molly's Game, Safety Not Guaranteed, which I did as a mini flicks, Rush, Stowaway, and Power of the Dog. <laughs> Only things for this for this show. Nothing oh, else. No, man. There is, however, I will say, there is a lot of stuff on here which are various uh, Sonic the Hedgehog episodes and Lego Star Wars episodes and a ton of stuff sure. that my kids have watched. Camp Cretaceous. A lot of stuff on here like that. So looking at mine, there is I mean, there's Drive to Survive, the Schumacher documentary, um, and then see a see a pattern. Yep. <laughs> and then there is the stuff my wife watches, which is um, Love is Blind. Well, here we go. Bridgerton. Uh, a little Bridgerton. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, what's the other one that happens in New York? Um, there's, let's see, she watches Queer Eye, and then the one we watched with my daughter, uh, Is It Cake, recently, is what we watched. <laughs> I wonder what that's about. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but honestly... Sounds like, the, sounds like that game we played at the last mini flicks. Honestly, is this a real line from the movie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I would... Like the, the the big anchor show for me though is is, is Bake Off, the Great British Bake Off, um, is the show I have a hard time giving up. Feels like you could just buy that for like thirty bucks for the season, as opposed to thirty bucks a month or whatever they're charging. Like, yeah, except you can't. Uh, they're really starting to push. Oh, so a couple things I've read is that part, like because the price of all these streaming services are moving up so high. And because there's so many options, like remarkably, like pirating is becoming a thing again. That's what I've heard too. Hmm. Because, like, you know, I'm not going to drop hundreds of dollars a year on a Netflix subscription when I only want to watch one show. Right. I mean, the 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 thing that makes the most sense, you know, to the extent you can do it, is basically like since most of these streaming services have, you know, the thing where you can like you know, do it on like up to five or six devices or have different accounts is it's like, well, just share with like three or four other people 
like basically across. Yeah, I think that's bullshit is the problem. Like, I've never shared my Netflix account with anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I, I share my Netflix account with my brother and my parents. Yeah. Which explains it's which com- explains why it's Rebecca common. all of a sudden popped up when I was looking there. I was like, I didn't watch Rebecca. I was like, oh. <laughs> Nihar. So I think we have to change our names to uh, Pod Flulu. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't like I don't like Hulu. Yeah, Paul doesn't even have Hulu, remember? Just that free trial. <laughs> Pod Flamazon. Yeah, well, I mean, Disney I mean, Plus Flare and HBO Mount Max Plus have to be better. <laughs> yeah. Blur Paramount Plus. I think by the way, I just went to I just went to billing details. Um I I did too. Apparently it's hooked up to an old PayPal account of mine. God knows where that money comes from, but it's an old PayPal account. I'm I'm paying fifteen dollars a month. I don't know what you guys are paying. Well, I don't even Same. hold on. Let me look. Alright. I thought it got I feel like I'm that expensive. Yeah, me too. Maybe I'm just bitching for no reason. Where do I look? Uh, go to account and then billing yeah, details. account and then billing details. It it did go up. It went up a dollar fifty. It looks like. Look, now I'm at twenty five bucks a month. Ago. Oh wow! What are you doing for twenty five? Yeah, what is your thing for twenty five? No, I, I have no idea. Does it just say streaming service, or is there something else? It's nineteen ninety nine plus something oh. for like the four K plus tax so it's basically like i'm on the standard plan which gets me, me up to 1080p and then for 20 which is 1549 and then for 1999 you can get 4k and hdr ah uh, it's interesting as i'm watching it right is that it even like went up 1799 to 1999 it's just creeping up are they actually sending anything in 4k i, I can't believe I don't have an HDR TV, yeah. so I don't really care. But yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, even some of their, some of their new movies, like the um, Project Adam movie, like well, the Netflix originals. I don't know. It's, I'm not actually going to cancel it, but like, it's getting to that point where I'm noticing it. Yeah, we're like, it's like fucking ten bucks a month when we had those DVDs. So I can like less, oh, I think, like, in the, like yeah, original like seven ninety nine. Yeah, that's what I really like. That think about that is like it's definitely the economy the streaming... of scale too. It's like they were paying for a lot of mailers and shit. Yeah, and we were. Yeah, mailing. Yeah, we were. I mean, it's a lot. If you don't count Amazon Prime Video, which I just happened to get by being a Prime subscriber, um, mm-hmm. it's definitely the streaming service I watch the least. By far, yeah, I'm hooked in. I watch a lot of Apple Plus now too. Yeah, we, we watch a lot of that. We watch a lot of Peacock and Paramount, actually. I am surprised by the Peacock and Paramount. I don't even know shows on that. Although my parents watch a lot of that 1882 show on Paramount. Oh, well, Lord and Order is back, baby. Whatever it is, that's oh, right. Doink doink. Yep. yep. You can't just watch that on normal TV. I guess you don't, I don't have, have normal, normal TV. TV. Yeah. We have YouTube TV. It's great. That did you not have? But that's a lot, right? That's like seventy bucks a month or something. Yeah, it is. That's why I like you know YouTube TV plus Hulu plus Disney plus Apple plus HBO plus Netflix. I'm like, which one of these things don't I actually watch? Turns out, Netflix. I don't actually watch a lot of Netflix. Yeah, it's weird to think about, isn't it? Since it was like yeah. it's like the OG, but it's like yeah, it was the one, yeah. you know? Yeah, but they're. I feel like they've really. I was gonna say devalue. I feel like they, I was gonna say devalue their content, but like they've become such a content mill that it's basically like something comes out and like it's like hot shit for like four days, and then it's like on to the next thing, and it's like I, yeah, it's it's like it's a couple things. Like I think it's like they. I don't. I mean, they don't do this. I feel like this is their brand, but I feel like it's like they would do way really better, in my opinion, to like do the route that you know for instance disney does or even hbo does now with peacemaker and stuff like that and like put stuff out a week at a time like i don't know like like why are they still dumping everything out all at once like yeah gotta say man the the app apple shows like yeah and the apple shows shows. and the apple shows like i i can't like we we got hooked on the we crashed show hooked on it and just couldn't wait for friday for it to come out does anybody besides netflix drop everything all at once 
Amazon. Amazon started dropping out Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. They used to be in one batch, and this season they did. Every Friday they dropped two episodes out. Hmm. Which is still better. Four weeks and and every week they dropped two. Like, I understand, like, this whole thing about, like, it's like, oh, binge watch, binge watch. But it's like, you know what? You can just wait, like six weeks or something and then binge watch it if that's what you want to do but i feel like it makes things stick around a little more and i don't know maybe this is silly right because it's like whatever like they fucking put out bridgerton and that was like all anybody talked about for a while so they're doing okay with like some of the stuff they do but yeah but for every bridgerton there's like 20 other there's like a million other things i agree yeah that is very true there's a lot of shows on hbo the the new one with um Oh, what's it called? It's about the um, winning. Uh, it's about the Lakers. Winning time. The Showtime. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for that show to come out every week. I love it. And, and there is like, it's not just us. Like I hear, you know, see people talking about like, you know, why should I watch something on Netflix? They just fucking cancel everything. And like, you never, like you never know what they're going to do with it and stuff like that. Like it, like it just feels like people are just like, whatever. Like there's, there's always going to be I tell you, man. I don't know who's in charge of the programming and who's in charge, but like, surprising to me. But HBO, when they came into streaming, they really figured some stuff out fast and got really good fast. I mean, everybody just, and, and so did Disney. Like, everybody just assumed that Netflix was like this unstoppable juggernaut, and like, they're clearly not, right? No, like it. I mean, at this Disney, point, it feels like everybody knew. else has shit figured out except for them in some ways. Felt like Disney, you knew, like, well, they got Marvel, they got Star Wars, they're gonna have to really fuck it up to to, to blow it, right? But, and they have enough money that like they introduced it really cheap and all stuff like that. Like they didn't care, right? Um, I didn't see HBO hitting home runs with like fucking Peacemaker. Honestly, yeah. like, there's there's like. For at least for movies, like I watch most movies on HBO now. Yeah, I mean, so so the one thing I'll say about Netflix that they seem to have continued to do well is that they've become they've become like a very effective um, development and distribution hub for good for like like awards movies. Like, like it's now pretty normal. Like it's been like a number of years in a row. I feel like that, like a Netflix movie has been like Academy Award nominated or been like mm-hmm. a favorite for that. Like you had Power of the Dog this year. Like Roma was a Netflix movie a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Mudbound. Like, like there are definitely like, like more. I mean, I say that. And of course the movie that won best picture this year was an Apple movie. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's that, but, um, but it does feel like that's still something. But like the weird thing even there is that it's like that. It, and this kind of gets to what you said, Paul, about it being a content mill is that it's like that gets lost. Like, like I remember I know Power of the Dogs at Netflix, movie, even though we just watched it not that long ago because I just looked at that viewed thing that you sent us and it was like, oh, yeah, there it is. I guess I use Netflix to watch that. And it's like, oh, right. It was a Netflix movie. Like it was a mm-hmm. like Netflix was the one who actually like put it together and distributed it. Um but you kind of wouldn't remember that because it gets lost in like all this other shit like that. It's they're just constantly putting stuff out and it's just like it feels very much like a just throw everything at the wall and like, you know, whatever sticks with people sticks Except with people. for Stranger Things. I heard they spend 30 million dollars. I know. Is that possibly true? I saw what? that, too. And it's like, is that could that really be true? I don't watch that show, but I got the impression that that show is past its peak now and people are uh i disagree you would like I, it. I, yeah i still like I, it, it is it is like we we're talking about netflix it's like that was definitely what i thought in my head it's like well i guess i'll keep netflix as long as stranger things keeps coming out i don't know um, i saw the first episode and it was too much children in peril shit for me to watch um but yeah it's it's yeah but it, anyway but it's crazy because they'll put out stuff like that and then like not really hype it and it'll just come out and it'll be gone and it's like right oh, there's yeah. no time to hype it they can hype it for the month before they release it and the day they release it that shit is but over stranger things is definitely a movie i feel like that i mean a movie a show that like as as popular as it's been and it's been very popular it's like how much more popular would it be if they put it out every week and everybody was obsessing over like well, what do you think is going to oh. happen and what could it mean and yeah. like because it's that kind of show right 
Like, it's like, you remember when WandaVision was out and it's like, that's all everybody did for like a month and a half. And it's like, that was very effective, way more effective than it would have been if they put it all out at once. You know, same thing with Loki. And then you take a show like for us, like Ted Lasso this this year, like we didn't want to watch it every week. So you know what we did? We just waited. Just waited. And watched it when we wanted to. It was fine. Right. And, and, oh, by the way, and, and, Maisel, I waited till it was done, and then I caught it like a month later because right. I kind of forgot about it. No big deal. And, and, and I recognize that it is possible that some of this is just coming from the fact that we all grew up in an era where this is what you did. And so we're kind of used to that generally. Like, you know, we grew up having to watch stuff week to week, and not everybody did. But, like, I also feel like there's just a benefit to it where, like, it gives it gives a show a chance to breathe and it builds up anticipation, you know? We spent a lot of time, Marguerite and I spent a lot of time talking about each episode of Succession the whole week after it's Right, done. exactly. And could you imagine if you just blew through it the whole time and it's just like, you don't get to savor, like, well, what do you think is going to happen? Or what, it's just like, well, that was great. And I'm sure it was great. Like, great, you know? And, Next. Yeah. <laughs> but anything I have, anything we do blow through that way, like, it doesn't stick with me in the same way. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And th- th- anyway, there may be some. I keep thinking about it. I might, I might move on from Netflix. Yeah, I might. I'm going to keep paying attention. If we hit the summertime, I might be like, "All right." Well, we're not changing the name of the show, so. I still vote for Podflulu. <laughs> Pod I think we, get pod, I think we can get Podflulu. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We got, that we got domain it. is probably taken, but I think we can get Podflulu.com. 